very much for episode of the current review uh, being hosted in partnership with the TT hookup, you know, uh, with the Free State Insider, with the uh, uh, Free State uh, Publishers and uh, Editors Forum. Uh, this is the fourth episode of the current review. In this quick session, we'll have a, now we'll have a, the, the spokesperson of the ANC in Fesletag region, Silo uh, Peterson. Silo uh, Peterson is the spokesperson of the ANC in Fesletag in, in region in the Free State. Uh, I understand that they've got a, they've got a manifesto rally uh, happening this coming weekend. Uh, so we'll be talking to him about that quickly, so that it gives us an overview of what they, you know, they are about this coming weekend. Silo. Yes, sir. How are you, my brother? No, no, no. We, 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 we're tired yourselves. Ah, all right. Are you, are you, are you looking forward to this weekend? We are more than ready for the weekend. Uh, but uh, firstly, let me greet uh, all the the viewers of. Uh, uh, this important channel, and we must congratulate you. Um, uh, as people who emerge from our own region, facilitator, uh, with this particular platform, we think it's an important platform. Um, and uh, as the NC, we remain ready and committed to ensure that we support uh, this particular uh, platform because it's quite critical. But uh, coming to your question, yes, we are more than ready. Um, we've been interacting with our people. We've been uh, going across, uh, we've been crisscrossing the entire region um, to have an engagement with our own people about where we, we come from in terms of the manifesto of the ANC, the commitment that we made, the pact that we made with our people in 2019 uh, in terms of what is it that we what would be delivering uh, as an organization, as a party in government, but importantly, to have a conversation with our people about where we might have committed errors. And the ANC is a caring and listening organization, and it's not an arrogant organization. The ANC is the first organization that opens itself up to society and say, let us have a conversation about where we committed errors, how best can we be able to improve them. So our people are quite excited. We are quite excited as well. We have a, a history to be made this coming Saturday in Constant. So the, the event is in Kronstadt, where about exactly in Kronstadt? It will be at uh, 10 o'clock at uh, Pumulong School in Kronstadt, uh, where, where we expect the magnitudes of our people to be part of that particular process. Where important, and we think it's an important message that we must pass. We need to have an honest and frank and open engagement with our people, particularly not only about our our successes, which are many, by the way, but importantly about where the shortfalls are, where the shortcomings have been, so that we're able to prepare ourselves properly, together working with our people, in terms of ensuring that we become uh, victorious as we are going to be that, uh, in, in the in the upcoming elections. I I I I know that the. These rallies have started at the national uh, level, and the province has its own. Now, tell me, like for the first letter the region, is it is it like the man, will the manifesto review be focusing on the the manifesto aspects that relate directly to the district, or will it just be, you know, will it be the same message that we got from the province as well as uh, from from the from from uh, you know from the national uh, event? The, the 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 ANC um, is a unit um, at the national level because of the principle which I thought I, I think I've, I've touched on. I think you, you disappeared just when you say the ANC is a uni. I, I I think you wanted to say it's a unitary organization, but you disappeared there. Maybe you just want to start. Yeah, that, I'm, that's saying it, the ANC is a, is, I'm saying the ANC is a unitary organization. And uh, the manifesto, which was presented in 2019, was reflective of all the people, people in Fijon's Crown, people in Copies, our people who are in uh, Fredford, our people who are in Kronstadt. That, that, that is the contract that we have with our people. But directly to your question, there are specific issues which we must deal with in the context of where we are. Especially now. Let me give you an example. The issue of water across... Uh, uh, 
our region has been a critical issue. And we are saying we are, we are moving ahead in terms of ensuring that we deal with the issue of provision of consistent and quality water. But what the first ones will accept that we've been having specific challenges in terms of dealing with those issues across the region. But we're saying there's much progress that has been made around that. It's an issue that we must discuss. There's an issue of unemployment in terms of uh, our young people. You would know that uh, during our Lekota in the province, our own provincial secretary, Comrade Diyelelemo Training, when he was closing that particular uh, Lekota, there was a commitment of creating 50,000 employment opportunities for young people. That's the discussion we're going to, to engage about. And we can tell you now, much progress has been made, not only in the province broadly, but we're saying even here, in our own uh, region, which is Fresh Ledabi, there's an issue of uh, employment broadly, not only for young people. As an example, uh, as, as I conclude this point, as an example, in terms of our engagement we've been having with our own people uh, here in Fresh Ledabi. There are those people, uh, our people who are 36 years old, 38 years old, and so on, and they are saying to us as the ANC, look, I'm unable to get employment when government advertises because it says only 18 to 35. So what does it mean about us who are having our own families and all of, all of those particular issues in terms of that, those employment opportunities? And it's a conversation that we must have. And it's a conversation that must be able to direct the policy perspective and the direction of what the ANC needs to do in terms of achieving, because while listening organization, there's an issue of gender-based violence. It's a critical issue, very important aspect that we must deal with here in the context of our own region. There are issues of infrastructure. Our roads are not at the level where we wanted them to be. But we're saying we've made progress even in that particular space. But we also have weaknesses in terms of that area. That's the conversation we must have with our people. We're opening ourselves up as the ANC to our own people because we made a commitment in 2019 that we're going to deliver on specific issues. And our people gave the ANC their own organization a mandate to deliver on certain issues. So we are going to this review to discuss all of these issues in the context of our own written conference. There's an issue of economic development broadly including of businesses like yourselves there as that particular platform. Those are important engagements about how best to ensure that you, our own people become main players in the economic space, in no. the main drivers th of the economy. Th th thank you. Thank you, Silo. Uh, uh, and um, I think what we must do, let, let, let's have a follow-up engagement after the, the manifesto review program that you guys are having this Saturday. Uh, you say it's in Grunstadt at 10. Uh, maybe we must engage again next Tuesday around uh, what you guys said to the people and actually review the successes and the and 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 the failures that you guys are talking about in that uh, document that we're presenting on Saturday. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a challenge. Yeah. The apologies, I'm saying they're not failures, they're challenges, which were are not in some oh, <laughs> challenges, challenges. Uh, but yeah. they are, okay, it's fine. Uh, call it what you will. There are failures, challenges, and successes. Um, but thank you very much. Let's let's uh, let, let's hope that you, your event will be will be successful. Uh, no 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 glitches and uh, things happen as you guys expect. Uh, but let's engage. Let's engage again next week around uh, what you guys would have delivered and actually go into into in, into the depth of what it is that you presented as a manifesto review. Uh, for now, thank you very much for having joined us. We appreciate uh, you giving us the opportunity to engage with you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. As the ANC, we remain committed to work with our people. And we hope that you will be there as well uh, with your platform on Saturday so that we are able to be practical about what we've discussed. But thank you very much. And we remain ready and available to engage at any given moment. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, in the next uh, minute or so, we'll be engaging with uh, the former ambassador, uh, the president uh, of. Um, but let me not uh, get into this now. In a minute, we'll be we'll be getting into it. Just in a minute.
We are back. Um, thank you very much for, 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 for joining with us uh, in this uh, section of the current review. We will be joined by uh, uh, we'll be in conversation with, 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 with somebody very important in our country. Uh, but I'll be engaging this session with a, a, a fellow podcaster. Uh, his name is Debu uh, Hokozi. Uh, he is a he is he's, he's, he's there by the is it unsetting podcast or James? It's the unsaid podcast. <laughs> the unsaid podcast, yes, the unsaid podcast. Yes, about that. Yeah. Um we 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 are going to be engaging uh, on the current review today with um uh, some people call him uh, Mpangazita. He the president of Areta. It's a it's 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 a fairly new organization in our country. Um, you know, political or is it an NGO? Uh, that we'll get into later. But that, that discussion is not about this. But it's also former ambassador. Uh, to the Netherlands, uh, former spokesperson of the of the former president, uh, late Nadine uh, Mandela, uh, former spokesperson of the NKMVA, and um, right now he's here in his uh, personal in fact in his capacity as the president of Areta. Uh, am I characterizing you correctly, Komikal? Uh, Good afternoon, and let me first of all say thank you to Central News for having me. Well, I'm very proud of the name Mpangazita that was given to me by the late King Zuelatini, and it was an acknowledgement of the role that I've played in the liberation struggle in South Africa over years. As far as the African Radical Economic Transformation Alliance is concerned, we are a fully registered political party and we are ready to participate in the national and provincial elections that are due for next year. So those are the capacities in which I'm here and whatever I say today to you will be on behalf of the African Radical Economic Transformation Alliance. The views that I express about our state-owned enterprises and the crisis that the state-owned enterprises had deliberately been uh, maneuvered into by this failing government are also the official views of the African Radical Economic Transformation Alliance. Thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, Dr. Carl. Um, the, the the discussion today is 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 is, is not necessarily around the the, the history of uh, of Cal, uh, but about the state of our state-owned enterprises um, and where they are. What what do they mean for the you know for for the for for the state of our country uh, itself? Uh, because you know some I think everybody would agree that the, the state-owned enterprises must play a very pivotal role in the development trajectory of the country. Um, they must provide, uh, you know, they, they must provide a greater resource to the national fiscus. You know, they, they, you know, they should be providing the jobs that the country so desperately needs. They must be providing opportunities for, you know, for business development, for, for you know, for, for, you know, for, 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 for a lot of our young people who are who are desperately looking for something to do, uh, before we give a, a, a commercial to get into the, the you know the 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 the, the topic itself, uh, would you just like to get in and uh, give us uh, your views around it and maybe some questions that you want to pose to him? Around the um, own... Oh yeah, sorry about that. Um... Mine is I don't quite know if simple. you're able to turn your camera around. Your camera is a sort of a, it's it's a, it's not looking the way it should. It's upside down. <laughs> That's great. Cool. That's fine. Is it fine? It's on portrait mode. 
yeah it's, it's okay it's okay we can see you okay. better okay um my situation well my understanding of the government entities for example basically when you look into a business model it's quite simple it's a distributor between manufacturer and the consumer from my understanding of which they need to make service deliveries or opportunity as easy as possible for example um escom escom generates electricity on behalf of government it's a state-owned entity and it's uh, its main role is to actually distribute electricity to us the end consumers for example also the tourism uh, sa tourism it's a state-owned entity that actually is there to actually market the tourism element of the, of the country itself but my only worry is that it becomes more difficult if the manufacturer which will be government on this situation if they do not understand the dynamics of the market that's where the problem comes in because now if the core owner of the business doesn't understand his dynamics of the market how is the distributor going to understand what to to distribute to the consumer and that's what this country is faced with right now can you hear me no certainly i can hear you um yeah but but do you think that 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 is you know that our state-owned enterprises have been have been uh, have been grappled with a lot of uh, publicized uh, inefficiencies uh, you know uh, some some you know some coming from uh, uh, results of corruption in the state-owned uh, enterprises uh, some being just ineptitude of the people who are who are managing this and all of these are alleged you know uh, but is it is it is it, is, it, is, it, is it really you know like looking at at, at, the, at the state owned enterprise uh, i'm and i'm talking to to the car you know s somebody like saa you know um being sold to private uh, people does that take now away from the ability of the state to provide for south african citizens if this were to happen to all state-owned enterprises well of course the privatization of state-owned enterprises do deprive the people of south africa of the ownership of very important sectors of our economy I'm listening with a little bit of trepidation to what Tobolfo is saying when he simply wants to treat the issue of state-owned enterprises as this kind of basic economic model, a capitalist model. I think we must be careful to do so because state-owned enterprises has a very particular task, and that is to help to develop the developmental state to grow the economy and to service the people of this country. Under those circumstances, one cannot simply just talk about a basic commercial model. One talks about service to a nation by structures that belongs to the state and therefore is in the ownership of the people. So we must be careful to say that state-owned enterprises should simply, and I'm not saying that commercial laws and the application of proper business principles are not important, but what I'm saying is one must be careful to simply say you should apply commercial capitalist business principles. These state-owned enterprises have a particular service to deliver to the people of this country. You spoke about South African Airways. South African Airways should never have been seen just as an enterprise that should register a profit. It always had to be seen as a state-owned enterprise that must provide particular services that an ordinary commercial airline company would not provide. Recently, I was trying but, but, but to fly does it mean that that being the case, does it mean that they, they, they have a, 
you know, an absolute leeway to always make losses, even though they're not making profits, but they should be able to cover their costs in order for them to be able to continue to service the people. No, I'm not saying that one just has an absolute leeway to register losses. But what I'm saying is that there's a service to provide, which in some instances may not be commercially viable, but still is critically important for the people of the country. And as you interrupted me, I just wanted to give the example of recently I wanted to fly from Durban to Bloemfontein and I had huge difficulties to do so. While in the past, when South African Airways was still fully functional, it was possible to do so while we understood that that particular leg between uh, Durban to Bloemfontein was not necessarily always commercially viable. The same is true for our rail service, especially for commuter rail services. Throughout the world, there is an understanding that commuter rail does not necessarily translate into a profit-making business. But it is a critical facilitation environment. It is a critical provision of bringing people to work and helping to facilitate the economy and therefore state subsidies for such industries such as commuter uh, uh, provision is absolutely important. So what I'm saying is we need to look at the bigger picture. We need to look at the importance of state-owned enterprises to be a facilitator and assisting the economy to grow and also providing the private sector with important infrastructure. It must also play a role, of course, with regards to the creation of employment and the upliftment of the majority of black and especially African people in South Africa. Perhaps I should make a last point. In South Africa, no, no, your mic is muted. I see you want to come in, but I can't hear you. Do you still, do you want to come in and engage with? Yes, now I can hear. You. Yes, I, I just wanted to to to, to say before before we, we we because you know I I I I got in just talking about one state-owned enterprise like the the SAA hmm. for example. But I want you to, in the view of of uh, of uh, the African Radical Economic Alliance uh, transformation uh, or Areta, you know, in the view, like, what what is the what is the what, what is the over overall status of the state-owned enterprises? Do you think we are in a in a good position as a country, or do you think the you know like you know the, the, there's better that can be done with the state-owned enterprises, like for all of them? As I was saying when you asked me that question, I believe that state-owned enterprises must play an important role in the upliftment of our society and especially the poor. State-owned enterprises in the past, during the apartheid regime, was concentrating, yes it is true, on the white Afrikaner community. But it did play a critically important role in the upliftment of the working class and poor white Afrikaner. It is sad that now that the majority has control over the government and that there is a majority government in place also representative of black and African people, that the ANC has failed to use the state-owned enterprises for the upliftment of the majority of Black and African people. It can do so. It has proved to be possible in South Africa before. It is definitely proved to be possible in China, in Vietnam, and other economies of a socialist and communist nature. State-owned enterprises in China are playing a critical, central role in the upliftment of millions of people out of poverty. But to come to your question, in South Africa, 
Our state-owned enterprises are in crisis because of poor management, because of a deliberate intention to privatize these institutions rather than to nurture and to grow them. We have seen the disaster that played itself out with the South African Post Office. We've seen what has happened with South African Airways, with Armscore, with Denel, and also the problems that are being faced with by the SABC. All these enterprises with the right approach and with government making sure that it provides the necessary direction to them, provide also the necessary funding for these enterprises to provide the services to the communities that they are supposed to give can play a major role in the upliftment of our people. ESCOM is a particular example. ESCOM has been deliberately mismanaged. It has deliberately been directed away from the main source that we should have for energy in South Africa, which is coal, to so-called renewables and green energy, which is not a sustainable energy source at this stage in our historical development and therefore ESCOM today is in crisis. ESCOM doesn't need to be in crisis. If we continue to concentrate on coal power stations, if we use the resource of coal, which we have, Brian Mulife said again to me last Saturday, more than 500 years of coal reserves which we can utilize we do not need to have load shedding and we do not need to have the crisis that we are faced with now, which government is deliberately telling us that this crisis can only be resolved by the privatization, by the breaking up of ESCOM and handing it over to the private sector. That is the wrong model. And the African Radical Economic Transformation Alliance is committed that our state-owned enterprises must be strengthened, not weakened. That they must remain in state and in government control. And that they must be developed with the intention not just simply to be run along commercial lines, as I've said earlier, but along the lines of a developmental state where they must play a major role for the facilitation of other business opportunities, for the provision of the required infrastructure and transport infrastructure for the rest of our business community, and where the emphasis must be on the provision of jobs to the large unemployed people of South Africa. Those are the conditions that we have set for state-owned enterprises, and we firmly believe that they can be met because, as I've said, there are models in other very successful socialist-orientated states, such as Vietnam and China, where state-owned enterprises are a huge success and are the main reason why poverty alleviation has been so successful in those nations. The, 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 there's a no the, the department of public enterprises uh, manages about uh, like under that department there's about seven uh, state-owned uh, enterprises and just generally nationally including like your government your, your local government and provincial there's over 700 uh, you know state-owned enterprises uh, the world uh, with what with what uh, ambassador Carl has just said I don't know, Carl, should I call you Ambassador Carl or should I call you President Carl, uh, given that you are now President of Areta? <laughs> you can just call me the President of Areta. Uh, I don't president. care. You can just call me Carl also, as long as we can have a proper conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. With, with what President uh, Carl has said, Tebo, uh, uh, do you think you've got a different view or you maintain the view that the state should have you know, minimal impact in the running of uh, enterprises. Uh, I don't want to say state-owned enterprises, but enterprises 
because it sounded in initially, I think I agree with uh, with President Carl that it sounded as though you were saying that you know like it shouldn't necessarily be the role of the state to to, to you know to have a a role in the running of this kind of enterprises because you think privately there would be more effectiveness. Uh, is that how is, do we understand you well, or is there perhaps a, a, a different point you were making? I'm gonna beg to differ with Mr. Carl at some point, and I'm gonna agree with certain elements that he raised, like with Eskom and Cold. However, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that one, if we run our enterprises as a socio-economic enterprises that needs to be funded all the time, what happens to the money that is generated by the very same enterprises? Because one, the enterprise, I take it, it's a business for the government at the end of the day. And as much as we say it shouldn't be a profit-run business, the problem would be now when it comes to sustainability. Simple example. SAA couldn't sustain itself because funds were misused based on corruption, like they were saying. And in this situation, it had to come back to government for a capital bailout. Are we going to have enterprises that are always going to come to government for a capital bailout? We shouldn't be. The enterprises itself should run itself in a sense of the money that it's been generated and the profit that is being generated gets to be reinvested into the same model that is giving opportunities to black and black people that seeks opportunity that's going to open up also employment and create the same employment for example i'm gonna say to you we shouldn't actually use focus on the word commercialize that's where the problem is it causes a bit of a confusion it's just the word enterprises need to be read these state-owned enterprises, if we can run them in a business model without any interruptions from politicians, trust me, they would be able to generate its own income and that is actually going to sustain the business. Because now, if you are being given a budget and you know who your task is not to make a profit, you don't have a, you don't have a goal or anything, you're just going to charge the money. And the money is just going to be finished. Then you're going to come back. And what, say, what do you say about, about 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 the same kind of models that exist in in other countries like China? Uh, you know, Carl uh, Carl made reference to to other countries which have uh, which have made a success of state owned state owned enterprises, and their economies and their the, the populations are benefiting greatly from the running of of, of those kind of institutions. You China. Know, uh, China and America are actually benefiting from that. If I if I can do a simple example with America with Daimler Chrysler. Daimler is a state-owned entity that got bought by the state from a private sector when it was going through a financial crisis. It's been supplying cars, car parts all over the world. Now, for them, it's a commercial element whereby they also make a profit to sustain this project and take that money and reinvest it into some other projects like your oil refineries and all that that they can have. Now, if you put in a commercial management system into a state-owned entity and there's certain targets that needs to be met and the, the right people with the right skills are actually employed, these state-owned entities wouldn't be, we wouldn't be sitting with this problem. Example, if you want to employ a person that doesn't know anything about electricity, how to generate it, how to make money out of it, you're going to be sitting with a problem whereby we're supplying our 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 power plants are actually being ran by a diesel, which is more but expensive. Aren't you, aren't you generalizing, Tebza? You know, I think, I think you're speaking generally that, you know, uh, because I think the, the ESCOM, for example, has had people who have had experience in energy generation, except for except for you know the 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 the, 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 the last uh, CEO, uh, but there are people who have been there. Only that the you know somehow in the cracks, uh, the, the you know the, the, the is the like the creeps in a, a criminal element in the corruption sector. So it shouldn't be the the case that we now throw out the baby with the bathwater. Uh, Can I possibly it. come in? Can I come? Please, please do. Please do. Please do. You see, we must be very careful to put up what I call a straw doll and then cut it down. 
by saying that state-owned enterprises should not be run or will not be run if it is in state ownership through proper managerial and business practices. That is wrong. We can run a state-owned enterprise in a proper managerial and business way. But we have to understand that a state-owned enterprise should always have more than just the issue of making profit, just that commercial incentive. It should always have the need to always provide a broader service to the community and, as I've said, to help to develop the infrastructure that other private sector businesses will also benefit from. That is exactly what state-owned enterprises are doing in countries such as China and Vietnam. What we also have to understand is that there are some businesses that just simply do not necessarily make on a commercial basis a profit. One of those is commuter rail. Throughout the world, not just in South Africa, in the Western European countries, and I've been, as you said, ambassador in the Netherlands, so I know the business model of the Dutch railway system. I also know the business model of the German railway and commuter system. And those businesses are not profit-driven. In fact, they understand that it is impossible because of the huge capital outlay that is required to provide commuter rail, to run it in a profitable way as one would think about another commercial business. But there is an understanding both from the state and from the private sector that these important enterprises provide the lifeblood for the development of the economy and the growth also of other economic sectors that rely on the infrastructure that they provide. So Tobojo is correct when he says we mustn't just simply run state-owned enterprises in a way that doesn't care about proper managerial practices. He would be wrong if he insists that every state-owned enterprise should be run along the lines that must be able to register a profit in that commercial sense. Because that approach is a very narrow approach in terms of the understanding of the role that the state, especially a developmental state, with the assistance of state-owned enterprises should play in the growing of the economy and the provision of jobs and of important infrastructural support to the community, to the population of the country. And that is what we insist our state-owned enterprises in South Africa should be able to play the role for. And that is why we are so distraught by the very narrow and I believe very myopic approach that has been taken by this ANC government and specifically by the Ministry for Public Enterprises that seems to insist only on the commercial component and seem to be hell-bent on wanting to see these state-owned enterprises to be privatized, ESCOM to be dismembered, to be broken up, and to be privatized. That is not going to help to develop a developmental state in South Africa, and it will certainly not help to uplift the majority of black and especially African poor in our country. It is a model that the old apartheid state had wanted in the 1980s to already implement through privatization. You will recall that the PW Bota government and the FW declared government had a privatization model that they wanted to implement. 
The trade union movement together with the liberation movement, the African National Congress, when it was still a liberation movement, together with civil society organizations ran a very broad base anti-privatization campaign. And we prevented those state-owned enterprises from being privatized then. It is said that while the same principle of the developmental role of state-owned enterprises definitely still prevailed, that we now have the African National Congress government trying to follow the model of the old apartheid state. That is why so many of us are now referring to this ANC government as a government that is leading a new apartheid state because it is following the same model that the old apartheid state wanted to implement in favor of white monopoly capitalism and of imperialism at the cost of the majority of the people. In fact, at undermining the ability of the people to grow and develop and through a privatization model steal away the ownership that the people have of the property of this country and put it in the pockets of private entrepreneurs and those private entrepreneurs will certainly not care about the development of the people about upliftment of people from poverty they are simply interested in one thing and that is to extract super profits at the cost of the majority of people in this country and that is the essence of the debate that we need to have about the role that state-owned enterprises should play in developing our country uplifting our people from poverty and preventing a hard commercial capitalist driven incentive which is only interested in the extraction of profit and not in the upliftment and the development of the poor in this country and the poor we must understand in south africa continues to be still the overwhelming majority of black people in this country uh, uh Debo, you want to come in there Yes, please. Um, you know, the simple solution to all these things from what Ndatekal uh, is saying, it's quite simple. You know, set the profit margin as the government to say, we're not going to go for the 200% or 100% profit margin. Our profit margin is sitting only at 50%. Make sure that you meet this target so that at least in we balance the books, we create certain employment, we empower so many people, we put in the right management. I mean, there's plenty of young people that are not being given opportunities in the state-owned uh, entities that can actually turn them around. For example, we also, with what we saw with um, SA Tourism, when it wanted to sponsor the Tottenham, what, 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 what. The end goal was to say, okay, we want to, South Africa, we want to place it out there. From a brand positioning point, it made sense, but from a fiscal point, it didn't make sense. Because now, this is an entity that is not driven by profit. But if a person knew how I had to make some money back, firstly, it would have been a different approach. But now, I'm going to agree with the fact that Jorge, at the end of the day, as much as the current, uh, the ANC is saying, no, let's commercialize these things, I have a huge problem with them, with the model that they are following also. Because right now, you are sitting with SAA that's been sold for one rent which doesn't make sense. And if that opportunities are only given to certain people with money that are promising to turn the situation around, but they are not doing that. So in this situation, now I'd rather say, you know what, revamp, uh, do an overall in terms of the management and the structure that is there, bring in young people that are driven that six opportunity that can take the commercial airline somewhere else. It goes for the rest of them. Because the only problem with the state-owned entities is just political interference due to the fact that there's no uh, commercial sense to it. To, to them, it's just a charity organization whereby they can just take, take, take and not put back. 
Look, we cannot already right now. South Africa is sitting with a high tax bracket, which we are paying a truckload of money in terms of tax and VAT. Other countries, they're not even paying taxes or their tax margins are quite low due to the fact that the state-owned entities are generating a profit that are actually subsidizing other things. So now we don't have an opportunity where that money is being subsidized somewhere else. It's always taking, taking, taking. And that's why today we are sitting with a crisis. The government cannot even afford to pay some of the salaries due to the fact that government is trying to create employment. On this other side, the, the entities that are supposed to be generating an income for them, they are not doing that. The only entity that is so far generating good income it's your road management funds that we pay in terms of tax levies, toll gates, and all that. But the rest, come on, we need to start looking at in different models and actually reshaping it. Uh, you see, Tabojo, I don't disagree uh, in essence with Tabojo about running state-owned enterprises in a proper managerial way. Where I would have a problem is if we insist that every single state-owned enterprise must be run on the basis of being able to deliver a profit, I think we are unrealistic. And I've given you some examples, which is also the case in Western European countries and even in the United States, where certain state-owned enterprises are simply not able to run at a profit margin, but continue to provide essential services to the nation and help to empower other commercial businesses. So in our auditing of the role of state-owned enterprises, we must take all of those issues into consideration. But at the same time, I agree that we need to have efficient management. We need to run these businesses as effective and managerially competent as possible. But of course, one of the concerns one must raise is that where these businesses were run by black excellent managers who were registering very significant successes, such as Mr. Brian Mulife, Mr. Marcelo Coco, and others, they were removed. What was the reason why they were removed? Because they were challenging what the white monopoly capitalist and imperialist companies were extracting from a state-owned enterprise such as ESCO. The super profits that Glencore was making from ESCO the long 44-year and more evergreen contracts that Glencore and other white monopoly capitalist companies had with ESCO. It was not because he was managerially incompetent that Brian Mulefe was forced out of his position as CEO of ESCO. It was exactly because he was managerially very competent and because he pointed out these anomalies and because he started challenging these kind of monopoly controls that white monopoly capitalist companies had over the supply of coal in ESCOM. And it does because of that, because he touched a raw nerve that he was then removed. And unfortunately, the African National Congress played a very reactionary role in supporting Glencore and acting against the best interests of the people of this country and deliberately mismanaging ESCOM and running it into the ground for the sake of a misplaced privatization model, which is only going to benefit a few big capitalists and mainly white, but also a couple of black comprador capitalists. And that is the sad your, reality. Your, your, point, your, your point is made, uh, uh, President Carl. Uh, before I let you go, because I know that you have to, you have to uh, leave us in a minute or so, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to, to close in this regard, that uh, assuming that you will have a, 
you know, like a number of seats in the in the legislatures uh, after the the twenty twenty four elections. Is there is there a, a particular policy proposal that you will be advancing in the in in the legislatures? Uh, you know, for for you know for reformation of uh, the approach towards state owned enterprises uh, that you say would benefit the people. Uh, and this, as you conclude, uh, before we let you go. Areta will stand for state-owned enterprises playing a developmental role in South Africa. We will be fundamentally against the privatization of any of our state-owned enterprises. And in fact, we will pass legislation to roll back the privatization that has happened until now with state-owned enterprises that had ended up, as the Bojo said, for 51 rands, such as SAA, in the hands of private super-profiteers. We will make sure that these state-owned enterprises are run as efficiently, as effectively as possible, and we will emphasize the importance of the appointment of excellent black managers, of excellent black controllers of these businesses to make sure that the interest of the majority of black and especially African people will be serviced. We will go against the direction in which the African National Congress is currently going. We will certainly make sure that the state enterprises bill that the Minister of Public Enterprises, Prabin Gordon, has now published in the Government Gazette is thrown out and we will replace that with legislation that will help to empower state-owned enterprises, make them effective and use them in a context also where we will work for the return of the land to the people so it will be the expropriation of land without compensation and essential to any business model where state-owned enterprises will also be effectively utilized will have to be the nationalization of the south african reserve bank and making sure that the South African Reserve Bank plays not just a role in terms of inflation targeting, which is a very narrow and new liberal economic model, but will work for economic growth, the development of the state, and making sure that capital is available for the growth of especially black and African businesses helped and facilitated through the role that state-owned enterprises can play to create an environment conducive to the development of black business in South Africa. That is, in a nutshell, what Areta will do with regards to state-owned enterprises. I suggest that your listeners go to our website, which is www .aretasa.org, where our 10-point plan to save our country is published and where we talk in much more detail about how we believe state-owned enterprises can be utilized in the development of this nation, in the creation of jobs, and in the building of infrastructure. You know, this government, this ANC government, especially this one, under the control of this rogue Cyril Ramaphosa as the worst possible, worst <laughs> possible record of infrastructural development that we've seen in South Africa. Less infrastructural development has taken place under Ramaphosa than under any other president since 1994. And that is a disgrace. Ramaphosa is not a builder. He is a breaker down. He dismembers organizations, structures, SOEs that exist, and he pawns them off. He sells them off 
to the private sector for super profits to the benefit of his own comprador black capitalist class and sadly even to the benefit of himself and his own comprador capitalist family that there is a the president of areta uh, president kalni uh, house thank you very much for 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 you know for for the opportunity to engage us and uh, we will certainly love the opportunity to engage with you further on some of the proposals that areta has for you know for development and what what you guys will be putting up as your as as your manifesto uh, for the for the upcoming national and provincial uh, elections uh, thank you very very much uh, comrade Carl and uh, Dr. Carl for having joined us today uh, i don't know maybe before we we, we close this this session there what you want to add on 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 some of the of the of the points that you maybe missed uh, in the in, in the earlier engagements perhaps just before Toboho comes in can i thank you for the opportunity Okay. And can I also express our support for yourselves, for Central News, for the important role that you play in also getting information and the news out there, also to our communities in a way that is different and empowering from what the mainstream media does, which often is more interested in propaganda than the dissemination of real news and proper engagement. So we thank you for the very positive role that you play. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ambassador Carl. President Fareta, thank you. Tebza? Yebo, to come in there, Mr. Carl has said a lot, and of which some of it, he makes so much sense. And I'm still gonna stick to one thing about state-owned entities, Kove. Look, on a serious note, as as the government, okay, the government on its own, they need to come back and actually go back and rework the model to say this is how we're gonna run the state-owned entity, and they need to present it to us as the community, as the commercial, as the consumers of this particular element, and also it it will go to all political parties to say now that we are going to elections. What's the model that you have in mind? Present your models because I'm hearing political parties saying they're against what the ANC is doing, of which some of us, we don't agree with what the ANC is also doing. But what we need to do as beneficiaries of, of the government services and these state-owned entities, what we need to do is say, everybody must just come up with a better model that's going to actually help to create, to bring in an income, and to sustain the economy, because that's the most important element ever. They mustn't sell. They mustn't sell the state-owned entities to anyone. They must just hire young professionals that are gonna run them. Because if you can look into the model that most of these commercial corporates that are using, they utilize young people in managerial posts, and they are being given targets to actually turn around an entity or a business. So it will be a great thing if government can also have confident, confidence in young people in terms of those deliveries. But apart from that, there's nothing more to say apart from let's just rework the models, gentlemen. And thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Debza. You've been a, you've been a, you've been a great uh, a partner. Uh, thank you very much, Mene. We hope to do this some more, some, uh, some collaborations with you. And uh, yeah, good luck on the on 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 all the work that you're doing. Uh, let's let's meet again in the future. No, definitely. Thank you, and you will be seeing me quite often, my friend. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thanks, and sir. right now we are going to be not right now. In the next minute or so, we'll be joined uh, by Mr. Ayanda Roda. Uh, will be joining us in about a minute. Uh, he is the chairperson of the Free State Music Association. Let's engage in just a minute with you. We'll be back in a second.